if you're curious and you want to learn more, YouTube University is out there. Just <laughs> teach yeah. me chat GPT, teach me Canvas me AI, but you're not, you're not far behind. You're not off. It's okay to be confused about AI. The more that we educate ourselves with just the principles of it and why we should care, that empowers us to just ask better questions. And here we are. And now we're just, we're understanding where you can apply the concept of artificial intelligence. What's up and welcome to the Very Best Self Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Brown. Tune in each week as I have candid conversations with inspiring humans, including athletes, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and anyone out there making waves. Get ready to leave your comfort zone behind, step into your power, and live a more purpose-driven life. I am so happy that you're here. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Very Best Self Podcast. I am your host, Victoria Brown. And when I tell you, I am excited about this guest. I'm excited about this episode, you guys. I am over the moon. I'm freaking out. Um, because today, I feel like today's episode is really just about the freaking future. And I'm pumped about it. Not only that, um, I have Jim Carter on the pod today. And I love this guy. We've known each other kind of like, I don't know, off and on, like I should say like years now. Not off and on. We've known each other the whole time. But like, uh, I, we've just been connected, you know, through the pandemic and like uh, just kind of stayed in touch here and there. Um, and you're just like, I would say the tech guy in and out. But you kind of like your MO as I see it is like, you really share tech things in a digestible way for people like me, uh, who are not tech savvy whatsoever. Um, so today kind of the biggest thing we're going to jump all the way into is AI and, uh, yeah, I'm so excited to have you on. It's a big topic and I'm excited to be here. Yeah. And, and that, that is what I love to do is just take big, bold technical concepts and, and really just apply it for people, small businesses find ways to just encourage usage of it in their life that just adds value. So excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So for me, I feel like AI, like certainly for someone like you, you're, you're probably all dialed in, you know, everything it can do, you understand it, how it can integrate into your life. Right. So I find it really interesting because I've been walking into rooms or been in circles of friends now where I see, like, I understand a little bit about what chat GPT is. I've seen how it can work a little bit, uh, kind of scratch the surface on that. Right. But I will ask groups of friends. I'll be like, Hey, do you know what chat GPT is? And I can be in a room with like eight other people and not a single person knows what I'm talking about. I can ask people like, Hey, do you know about AI? Do you know about chat GPT? And it's, it's wild to me how many people still don't know what I'm talking about when I say chat GPT. And like I said, I barely know anything. I have scratched the surface, um, but I feel like it is the future. I feel like there is like kind of this wave that's coming right now. And I feel like if you are someone who knows what this stuff is, you are in a position to capitalize on how it can help you, how it can build your you know business, how it can, you know, whatever it is, literally integrate into your life and make it better. Um, if you jump on the wave now. And I think at a certain point, and you can correct me if I'm wrong after this, but at a certain point, I think everyone is going to know what it is. It's going to be a part of everyone's lives. And the wave will sort of crash in a way where it'll just be like, okay, like I'm not impressed by this thing that that person did because I know that the bot just did it for them. Um, but there's a place right now, a sweet spot where you can use all of this help to your advantage and not a lot of people know it exists or that you are using it. Yeah. 
you you are right. Um, yeah. I wouldn't correct you on that. And I would actually say, I would challenge what you said about me having it all figured out. Spoiler alert, nobody has it all figured out. And I think that's the beauty in that mindset is because nobody has it all figured out, even those that have been in the industry for years, decades, you know, been pioneering this, the rate of advancement of this technology is so profound, so yeah. fast. Scary. No human can keep up with it. Not even AI itself can keep up with it because that's the beauty of AI is it evolves when it is used, right? Your Netflix algorithm gets better as you rate it and use it. There's AI built into that. Your phone gets smarter at how it recommends things as you use it. So it's not about a saturation point of great. Now we have full awareness and everybody's using it. I really don't think it'll get to that point. I think it will continue to evolve where there's always something else. And that's why the question is, do you want to be starting to ride a wave with the possibility of maybe hitting the crest? Or do you want to just sit back and let the wave go? And there's no way of catching up with it because it will outpace you if you don't care enough to try. And I do use it every day. I'm using it as you know, part of our recording right now to help me, you know, find clips and quotes and stuff so I can help share this when we're done. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, but is it a, is it an all in one fix? No, but you, you have to kind of start to find those little, those little pieces where you want to punch into it and, and you start to use it in different ways. And I truly feel that where we, we lean into it and we really just are, we're open to seeing, wow, could my life get a little easier if I used an AI to do this? Could I reduce all of that paradox of choice when I don't know where to start by just having it give me a suggestion. Those things can go very far. And that's what I'm excited to really kind of dive in with you and and think about that for your listeners is what are the things that are holding us back from getting our genius out into the world? I bet you there's a way that we can use AI to do that at a rapid pace that we just didn't know existed before this recording. Wow. Yeah. And that was the clip right there. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Done. That line is (laughs) great. Oh wow. Yeah, it is such a it's it's such a good a good question to ask. Um yeah, there's a million questions to ask. Also, like this is a side note, but like threads just dropped like today. It are, did. are you already on top of that? I, like, I'm I we don't know what we're calling this yet, but I guess I'm threading. Yeah, and it's th- this is also this is also a great backer to why you have to care about technology in 2023. It dropped early yesterday for those that had kind of pre-reserved their account. And by the way, when when Zuckerberg, you know, kind of started, you know, teasing this and announcing it, it was a masterclass on launching to a warm to hot audience, right? Uh, I just saw that I think fourteen hours in, and they're already at thirty million users. Yeah, and it, it's just everything about this is like, okay, technology is now at the forefront. You were talking about, you know, AI being the future. I mean, honestly, Victoria, it's now. It's the present. You're right. So are we willing to just try, you know, and, and we will talk about AI, but where they go with this, it's one more, one more evolution and a way of us saying we have to pay attention to what's in front of us or we have to be okay with being outpaced. I think that's the other thing too. If, if you just don't want to launch a business, if you don't care, if you're, if you're happy with status quo land, okay, cool. No problem. But if you aren't, if you want to push status quo, if you want to do something more, if, if you want to be known for something, you have to get into these environments and find ways to use technology to help you get there at a pace in which you won't be outpaced. And I, I, I really think that's a great parallel to why we're talking about this now, is if you're just not leaning into it, you're not going to catch up. 
Right. I think I just always think about like when we're kids and like, you know how your grandparents or even your parents, they get frustrated because they don't understand how to log into this or they can't figure that out. And it's like the simple things get you really frustrated as like an adult. I, I I even feel that sometimes where I'm just like, there's moments where I'm like, fine, I'll be outpaced. Like this is overwhelming. I can't figure it out. Like, I don't want to be bothered. But then I'm like, no, we don't want to be like that. Like I got to spend the time, figure it out because you will get left behind. Because if I don't figure out how to use threads and I don't figure out how to use AI, then at a certain point, you're right, you get outpaced. And then you don't even know, they're just so lost out in what's happening in the world. Um, And I don't ever want to feel disconnected. Yeah, let's stay on that topic for a minute because I'm really glad the, the whole parallel of threads launching is to this conversation because I sit in that too, right? There are so many ways that AI is evolving. I try to keep up with them and I can't. I don't know right. anybody that can. Would I love to know more about, let's just talk about like a couple tech topics really quick. One's called stable diffusion. It, it's, a, it's a basis for a lot of generative AI, which is using AI to generate, let's say, mixed media-like images. I see some YouTubers out there that I follow, whatever, and they just, they know how to do it all. And somebody will ask me and I'm like, I just don't know. And it kind of drives me nuts because I'm like, man, if I just had a little more time, if I focus a little bit more, I, I get it. But I am focusing on the things that I love and those I'm great at. And I can point somebody in the right direction. I work with companies one-on-one with it because I'm great at it. Am I an expert? No, it, it, it's an evolving technology, but it, that's kind of the same parallel with threads right now, which is if you, it, did, did you install it or did you claim oh, yeah. your name and you're okay. I've already got like 350 followers. Is it? Yeah. I'm like, I'm up there too. And I'm like, okay, it took me 10 years, 10 plus years of being on Twitter to get like 1200 followers. And now, you know, you 15 it. hours in and I'm already at like 200 something. It's great. Yeah. And, and I think that's also a great way of thinking about it is the sooner you just like plant your flag in the ground and you're like, okay, I'm there and now I can experiment. It's such a vibe on threads right now, which is everybody's just being themselves. A little little piece of their personality is showing that they wouldn't show on Instagram. Not very many people are selling. I'm, I'm waiting for the experts to drop their you know, $47 course or whatever, but there's no ads, yeah. there's no bots and people are just being themselves. So that feeling to, to the point you just said of like going back to being a novice in something, it's actually kind of refreshing refreshing to it play is. in a clean sandbox for the first time. You're just like, okay, that's cool. Like I'm a dad, you know, like I love doing puzzles, playing with my kids, just hanging out, it, going to Disneyland. It's that same feel, you know, like you, you were just traveling, you know, for, for your beautiful wedding and everything. And I remember you posting photos, you're just playing on the beach, hanging out. Like it feels good to just yeah. not feel like you have to master something. And that, that's what I like really making sure people understand a bit AI is you don't have to master anything, but just, just, be willing to try some stuff. And I love just kind of pushing people in that direction of like, okay, if this is the thing that's holding you back, how do we just erase that? That's yeah. where it starts to get fun. I, yeah, I think so. So let's talk about what's holding me back right now. Um, in terms of AI, where I feel overwhelmed, I guess. So I'm going to come with another analogy. Is it like AI, um, sort of like uh, not Bitcoin, but, um, oh, Coinbase where they have all the different kinds and you don't know which one's going to pop off Ethereum, you know, all the other different kinds of, uh, Litecoin, all the other different kinds of, uh, Bitcoin or whatever it is. As I understand it, there's like 80,000, I don't even, it feels like 80,000 million different AI companies like that have the technology, the chat GPT technology built into their AI platform. Like, is that right? It's not. I've, it's not wrong, but I. I think there's. I, I think there's go. a different way to approach it. So, AI 
it, this is a very technical topic. I'll, um, I won't go. I won't go monologue on you know going it too too wild here. But there's a lot of ways to explain artificial intelligence. I'll pick one that I like to just paint a parallel to Google. Artificial intelligence is a way of working with tech. It it, it is tech, but it, it's a way of working with data. It's a way of working with information. And what you do with that information is the intelligence piece. So what I like to do is I like to paint a picture that is a parallel between let's say using ChatGPT to search for something and using Google to search for something. So every single person who's listening, watching right now likely has used Google in their lifetime, right? I want to know a recipe for, you know, like a Chinese chicken salad. What? Okay, great. You go to Google, you type it in, you get recipe, recipe, image, ad, whatever, right? And now it's up to us to actually pick the one that we want and say, is that the right one for me? Is it the wrong one? Do I want to refine it? Oh, you know what? I... I actually want something else in it. I changed my mind. Now I want to actually do a different kind of salad. I now actually want to go barbecue, whatever. Doesn't matter what it is. Everybody follows that, that flow. We are trained to go to Google, to know what we want to look for, to search for it. We are then faced with a decision, which one do I want? And then we, we can continue and we can refine it. At one point, that was still scary for a lot of humans, right? mom, grandpa, dad, whatever, you know, they're like, I don't know what to type in this thing. And now it's, it's second nature, right? It's, it's an evolution of, of us being trained by tech to do something in a different way. Well, something like ChatGPT can still give you the recipe for a Chinese chicken salad, but then you can also say, break down the ingredients for me, classify them by what goes into it, expand on the importance of why these ingredients go into it. And while you're at it, make me a meal plan for the next five days of similar meals like this. And it's going to say, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. And it just, you know, list it all out. And if it isn't great, you say, I don't like that one. Swap that one for this. You see where we're going with this. So chat GPT is the software product that was given to us by the, the, the private company, OpenAI, which by the way, is a seven-year-old overnight success, right? Not a lot of people know that they've been on this for a long time and they've been training it and training it and training it to get it to this point where it's so good that it allows us to just search and to work with data differently. Mm-hmm. It's it's not necessarily different data, but I like to say that AI is sort of what you make of the outputs based off of how you query the inputs. Mm. It's just a different way of thinking about it. So could you get the same information out of Google? Likely. Google has actually more up-to-date information than ChatGPT does. But ChatGPT is the way of chatting with the artificial intelligence model, which is called GPT. And other companies are using their own flavors, variations of that model, their own open source ones that are contributed to by developers across the world. And so OpenAI was first? OpenAI was the first to really bring it as a household name, to drop it. And when they dropped it on us last November of 2022, they made it free and widely available. And that's why it became... It still is free. The free tier, it, there, there's, there's hundreds of millions of people just using it constantly. So you know, right now it's 20 bucks a month for their, their plus plan, but it, you get access to their latest model, which is the one that has more cognitive understanding and it, it, it puts a lot more together. But whether you're using that to work with artificial intelligence to give you these outputs, or you're using a different site that maybe does something differently that works with audio, that works with video, that works with Mm. images, that 
helps get you get creative. That's more acting like a copywriter. It's more acting like an editor, acting like a product expert, you know, whatever it is, that's working with AI in a different way. Now, all of this was doable before ChatGPT launched, but it required having a developer, generally speaking, it required having an engineering team, someone who could build what's called an LLM, a large language model. ChatGPT interfaces with the GPT model, which is this large language model that gives us the ability to have all of this awareness and information. But the coolest part about it is you just have a conversation with it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what makes it attainable. And that's what makes it enjoyable. So not as much like Coinbase, where Coinbase is almost like a marketplace of what they have and you can pick it. There are sites like that, that you can say, I want to go to this site and I want to work with text. And then I want to work with images. And there, there are some all-in-one spots like that. But almost like anything where you have a specialty, you, you tend to get better at work, better outputs when you work with a specialist. Um, so, ChatGPT is kind of a specialist in chat-based AI, if that helps to th- of a way to think about it. Is, so then I just don't know. I still don't understand where to get it. Like, for instance, it's confusing to me, like where to even use this thing. So I know I can go where I first learned about it was, I guess, in this, like the coaching world, probably where I saw some Instagram reels that kind of popped across my feed. This was a long time ago now, but where it was integrated into Canva. So I have a subscription to Canva. So basically you can, I forget what they call it. I don't know. It's like a sparkle emoji and you it's click like on a it. magic edit or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And you can type in, you know, write a father of the bride toast and it will literally write the toast for you. You can type in like, make me an Instagram caption around manifestation and it'll like do that for you, which is crazy. Um, for my followers out there, I've not ever used any, uh, all of my words are still mine. Um, I have not ever used it. Uh, but I am, I guess that's really why I wanted to have do this podcast is because I feel like I haven't used it, but I should probably be using it. Mm -hmm. And in some ways I just, I guess I'm, I don't know if I'm scared. I don't know what I'm scared of, but anyway. Um, so that's the place where I know how to use that. I'm assuming is chat GPT, but Canva, is it a different version? Like, I don't, is there an app called chat GPT and that's where I go to get it? Or am I supposed to be downloading an app called open AI? Like I'm so confused. It feels like there's 10,000 different companies who offer this. And I don't know who the originals are. Is it a website? Is it an app? How do I like even use it? Like, this is the most, I feel like a grandma even asking that question, but I don't know how to use it. I don't know how to access yeah. it. it. It's it's not a grandma question. And it's it's confusing because it's so rapidly evolving, right? So yeah. you're right where you need to be. Is okay. you're curious, you're willing to experiment and you see an opportunity for how you can fit it into your business. So now it's just a case of narrowing down your scope and saying, okay, I want to work with AI because I'm curious and I see a way that it can help my life. And I'm going to pick the right tool so that way it can do it. I think what might be what might be confusing here is that there's so many places you can go for it. You don't know which one to prioritize for yeah. what. So I can demystify that for you okay, great. by just running through that last example in more of a focused way. So chat GPT lets you, you know, I'll use simple examples. These aren't absolutes, but for, for the purpose of ours, chat GPT lets you work with text to interface with artificial intelligence to get information out of it in a way that maybe you couldn't do with Google and stop. So if you wanted to think about 
different Instagram captions, different ways to maybe take your writing style and turn it into more email marketing. If you wanted to think about various ways to use text and work with that output in art of using artificial intelligence, ChatGPT is a great way to do that. Countless examples of how you can work with text, but you don't have to go to Canva for that. But Canva has a version of AI implemented that has text and imagery because it's an image generation program. That's a way of thinking about it. You wouldn't go to ChatGPT for images because it's mainly for text. Right. You would go to the AI version on Canva for images because they've trained their version of artificial. It's great. It's it's fun. You Is would go to place? Canva's. You just go to Canva and, and hit their tool and you can start to brush over you, some things you and would test type it. in like make me a slide that like what would you type in? Well, all of them have, I mean, and this is all evolving almost by the week. So you probably by the time even this recording comes yeah. out, it'll be a different version of it. Oh, but depending on the capability, here's a way of thinking about it, too, Victoria, is depending on the capabilities of what that AI utility can do, that kind of predicates what we're curious about and what we want to go try. So Canvas AI may not yet support, build me a five slide, you know, square, you know, graphic that shows, you know, manifestations about wellness, but right. that doesn't mean that tomorrow it won't. Right. So we, we just have to think about, okay, what's available to us now? And am I doing these things manually? Am I paying a team member to do this, that I could re-resource them to do something of way more high value? Am I doing this again, that status quo idea? Am I doing it and I'm not iterating or evolving it? Could I use artificial intelligence to help me get more creative? Give me, do it, give me different examples, different ideas. Could I try to incorporate different styles that normally I would have had to have contracted a graphic designer or a, a, an artist for? There's, there's no limit to the creativity that we can yield from AI. We just have to think about the modality that we want to use it in. So for example, now to keep going with that, let's say you're an interior designer or you love eloquent interior design and you're not an interior designer. Two totally different examples. Oh, that's me. I love okay. interior design, but I'm not so great at it. Perfect. Okay. But I'm obsessed I, with it. I, I, love I, call, I called out the yeah. perfect example here. There is, I believe, an iOS app, or it might even be just a, a, a website. I, I forget what it is. And I'm sorry, I can't think of the name, but I'm going to text it to you later. Mm -hmm. Is you can scan your room by just doing a photo you know, and I think it's an app. So it uses the LIDR sensor on your phone, which is really cool because then it maps it and it knows distance. And then you can just type out what kind of room you want. So you can just say minimalist, modern, um, earthy colors, lots of plants. I see a plant behind you. I got one behind me. And it will use artificial intelligence. And, and this is the difference. You wouldn't do this with ChatGPT. You wouldn't do this with Canva, but it has a utility. You would type out what you want. It uses its own AI model. Again, that, that model is what makes sense of that data. It scans the photos that it took and it takes what you want. It makes sense of it, puts it all together, and then it re-renders your room with exactly that. Does now, it, that's not I saying keep the same ahead. couch I have, let's say, and I want a new coffee table, new, uh, like in that's my living here right now. It's all part of that model. Yeah, it's, it's all say, part of that AI model, it, depending on the capabilities. New, and then will it also link where the product were to get it? Well, that, those are the business opportunities for entrepreneurs yeah. like us. That's where we get to think really creatively. Is that where if you have a furniture company, does this give you the opportunity to actually let 
people scan and then they can drop your furniture in their room, but do it any way they want. If you have a paint company, does this let you suggest colors that you have in stock, right? We get to think very creatively with how we could get into this AI market and use it for our benefit. Because, you know, the, the old phrase, the people that made the money in the gold rush weren't the ones that were on the mountains. They were the ones selling the pickaxes. So mm-hmm. how are we using this to add value either back to your business or to your customers? That's where the real money is. That's where the real opportunity is to build an ecosystem out of an idea. Wow. So, and you're going to send me the website for that. I will. And then we got, I still don't think I understand though. Hold on. Chat GPT is for text. So where do I go to get it? You would go to, so the, the current website to access ChatGPT is uh-huh. chat.openai.com. Okay. Because ChatGPT if you is just type simply in a piece of it, software. Like a million things is. come up. And I'm like, if you don't know that OpenAI is the main, the chat, chat.openai.com. That's right. If you, do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if you Google, like there's like a million different companies have already popped up and tried to, like, if you know that Instagram is the the father, like the parent thing, and there's like fake apps that are like Instagram, but you don't know that Instagram is the one, then you might click on all the other ones. And if you just, like, I just didn't know which one was the main yeah. one. It's hard to know unless you I know. understand. And, and, and this is because this is the gold rush, right? To, to that right. same analogy. And, and let's be honest. Um, it's really no different than almost anything else. It's just so new that we don't have all the information and we don't exactly know what to look for yet. If you go to Google and you type in best mobile phone, take a wild guess at the kind of stuff that's going to come up. You're going to get hit with ads for this and that. You're going to get all these. And you still just like, I I don't know what I'm looking for until you do. And let's go back to that Google example because I like where this is going. The way that we tend to search with Google, and you know me, I've I've been in SEO now for over a decade, right? So Mm -hmm. I, I love these examples. If we are a curious consumer, what do we type in? Best phone. Best mobile phone, Best, right? Yeah. We don't know what we want yet. And people like us, business owners, we bid in paid marketing. We work with SEO strategies to try to jump up to the top. And we, we want to get your attention and we right. want to try to tell you about what we know. So we're there to inform you to start. Like you start with an informative understanding of what's possible. Maybe you click on a result and you say, oh, you know, yeah, I, I think I like an iPhone. Maybe I don't want an Android. So what do you do? You go back to Google and you say iPhone features. I'm making up an example here, right? And then you start to read about more about the iPhone. You're like, yeah, I really like that. And you're like, okay, well, now I'm curious. So best iPhone price and then mm-hmm. where to buy. And then guess what pops up? Apple, you buy the phone, you're done, right? So if, if we just think about that same way of going about it, right? could you go to Google and search for AI stuff? Yes. But it's only until we really stretch it out and we, again, we become an informed consumer, we think a little bit more through the process and we figure out what that tangible outcome is, that we're going to get a directive that that actually leads us there. I've had so many people ask me because I post so many AI sites on my socials because I'm always finding them and I'm sharing them with people. I'm launching a directory on my site soon, probably in the next couple of weeks because Great. everybody keeps asking me. So I'm like, hey, give the people what they want, right? And And this is just emblematic of where the industry is going. If you're curious and you want to learn more, YouTube University is out there. Just teach <laughs> yeah. me chat GPT, teach me Canvas me AI. A t-shirt. Yeah, totally. But you're not, you're not far behind. You're not off. It's okay to be confused about AI. The more that we educate ourselves with just the principles of it and why we should care, that empowers us to just ask better questions. And here we are. And now we're just, we're understanding where you can apply 
the concept of artificial intelligence. I just don't want you to confuse ChatGPT for what fundamentally AI is. ChatGPT is a way of using artificial intelligence. It's a software application. Text. No different than Instagram, no different than Gmail or anything else. ChatGPT is a way of working with artificial intelligence so you can get output based off the inputs you ask. There you go. Simply put. Yeah. Um, okay. So then you can also use it for... So we talked about this a little bit off camera before the interview started. And uh, my listeners know that I've been working on creating a journal. Um, and my God, they're so tired of hearing about it because um, it just hasn't happened still. Um, but there, there's good reason for that. Um, I think now, you know, we were talking about my wedding. I think now that the photos have come out and the location and all of that stuff, I think people can probably see that I was pretty busy <laughs> um, planning a wedding. Um, so that kind of took up a lot of my time and, and my journal kind of took a back seat, but it's a lovely place to be now uh, post-wedding that I'm kind of diving all the way back into it. Um, and so the space that I'm at right now is I, I've known what the journaling process is for a long time. I've been working on writing the like, basically like, 15 to 25 pages that leading up to where the practice starts that kind of really, you know, welcome the person to the practice and teach them how to do it and also why it's important. Um, and I have a mock-up of what the journal will look like. So I've never held it in my hands, but I have a mock-up of it. So I'm like, I could text it to you. I was looking for it, but I'm like, I wonder if I text it to you right now. Um, like, I don't know what you can create with just a mock-up even, or yeah. Or how I can help, like, first of all, building a business for anybody who has launched a physical product or has ever thought about launching any kind of physical product. Um, if you're just starting out, like, you don't know what you're doing. I have no freaking idea what I'm doing, but I'm committed to figuring it out. I'm committing to fi committed to finding my way. And I feel like I also am just a one woman show. Like, I don't have a giant team of people. However... I have seen, you know, through, I watch a lot of TikToks on AI. Um, I've seen what AI can do for businesses. And honestly, the content that it can help you like put out there um, makes it look like you have a giant team of people looking, looking, like working for you and that you have a fully funded operation, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. So how can I be using this to, a, to my advantage um, when being in the very early stages of building uh, a business and creating a physical product? It's a great question. And you're right where you need to be, which is you've got the entrepreneurial spirit, you've got the drive, you've got the vision in your head, you know the outcome that it's going to give the people who actually yeah. want to be part of it with you and they want to use it and, and you can see what that's going to be. So you have, you're in this, this beautiful space of knowing what you want to build and you're able to articulate that desired outcome. But it's that it's that gap, right? That every entrepreneur faces. Like, yeah. what do I do? What do I start with? Where, what do I? How do I sell it before how I build on, it? Yeah, how do I build it I so I can sell it? All of these things. And I just want to honor you for starting something new. And and again, we go back to that same conversation about you know being a novice at something. It actually feels good again because we we get to try something new and we get to bring our people along for the road. So. First of all, um, I have something I'm going to share with you, and I'd actually love to share this with the whole everybody who's listening uh, from my mastermind. Uh, the, one of the last in-person sessions we taught right after ChatGPT dropped, I gave a main stage session on how to use ChatGPT to build a business. So it's okay. uh, it's kind of perfect. So I'm going to send you it um, for anybody listening. Uh, if this is cool, just drop it for everybody here. Yeah, I can put it in the show notes. Perfect. It's fastfoundations.com/slash/ChatGPT, and we'll throw it in the show notes. 
hop in there, throw it's, it's free YouTube video, throw your email in. I will uh, email you the prompts so you can copy and paste and you can follow along. And what's really fun about this is I teach in 45 minutes how to build an entire personal branding business, one prompt at a time. And they spend the first 20 minutes showing the power of storytelling and why storytelling is so important to get the desired outcome. And, and here's why. And I'm going to I'm going to talk on this for just a minute, but I'm going to bring it all for a circle. If you just go to ChatGPT and say, give me ideas to launch a journal or something like that. Okay. It'll give you something, but you're probably going to hate it It, it, and and you're going to get frustrated and you're going to get discouraged and then you're not going to know what to do next. But you remember how we just talked about like, I I know I'm, I'm looking at you in this recording. I can see the passion. You know, I can see it in your eyes that you're excited to launch this. So for you to be willing to then take it a step further and say, let's just say to go to ChatGPT and say, I want you to act as a product expert who is launching a new business for a CPG product for the first time. Together, we are going to launch a journal. This journal will be fill in the blank, fill in all the attributes to it, talk about what it's going to do for somebody, put that outcome in there, talk about how it's different than other journals. And there's nothing scary about that. That's the exciting part. That's you voicing exactly what you love about the product and the yeah, process. Yeah, because I can answer exact, that question. I know exactly I know, why it's different than other products. Can. I know why it's better than other products. Like I can... That's yeah. exactly it. So you write all that stuff out and then you ask it for what you want. Say, give me a step-by-step plan of how to build this business and throw everything in there. Talk about first-year budget. Talk about having a recession-proof plan as part of it. Talk about a marketing strategy. Talk about how to launch affiliates through it, whatever it is, and hit enter. And I guarantee you, Victoria, it's going to blow you away because what you're doing is you're using this technology in a way to get out of your head and to use the information that it knows about the world and act as somebody who can fundamentally help you. And from there, think about what that output would be. Just just, just think big with me about the difference of give me a marketing strategy to launch a journal. to be an expert who's done this before and outline all of this specifically for exactly what I'm looking for. It feels like magic. And that's why it's so fun is because the output is wildly good. So that's how you could start. And that's how I would encourage everybody to start. And you would do that on chat.openai.com. Yes. Chat GPT. But you would pay probably for the premium version. I mean, it's a free utility right now because they're trying to get market share. You will be in line with hundreds of millions of people who are trying to hammer it and get it. So it may be slow, oh, you may get not- some errors, but when you pay for it, oh. they it's kind of like a through, it's kind of like you have a fast track or a through line for their servers and you get access to their newer model of ChatGPT, which is considered ChatGPT4, GPT4. The uh, currently 3.5, version 3.5 is their fastest one. It works, it's great. Four is a lot better for things like this creativity, bringing context together, helping you write things out. So for 20, I mean, if you're like me, like you blow I'm, 20 bucks a month on worse things, um, probably yeah. like this coffee sitting in front of me that's already cold. So why not? And I think it feels right. I'm like, I want the newest version. If I'm going to learn how to do this, I want like, I feel like I need like the newest, whatever. I don't know. And, and, and that's, that's just the way that that's how simple it can be. When we take a little bit of time, we think about what's possible we have a playbook for how to actually structure this and put it all together. And then we just experiment. So and let's say that's all text-based. 
And then we can move on to image creatives and different yeah, things and use next. different stuff there. Yeah. There was one I looked up, I found on, I don't know, probably TikTok, Flare. Mm-hmm. Do you know that one? I haven't used it personally. I'm working on reviewing the thousands of sites that I've collected and, yeah. you know, going through them all. So which one is you, would you say is the best for imagery? Let's say, you know, because from what I understand, and we once again, we talked about this a little bit off camera, but from, from what I understand is it... it I would, and even off camera, I said, if you have a great photo of your product, it feels like that's all you need and you can build an entire marketing campaign around that. But I actually just took it one step further in my brain because I realized when I pulled up the cover of my journal, I was like, holy shit, this is just a mock-up. I don't even have to, ha- you don't even actually have to have a physical photo of the product or a physical product at all. You could just have like an imagery of a mock-up Absolutely. And you can create an entire marketing campaign, I feel like, and have like, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, I can say, you know, create 50 pieces of content and it'll do it. Like, how does that work? Big question. And I'll unpack it kind of piece by piece here. First of all, I want to throw the caveat out there that in no case do I ever condone just copying and pasting everything that AI gives you and publishing it and right. taking claim for your for that work. Don't do that ever. Let's talk about that. Too. No one. Yeah. The ethics behind it is important. How should you tag? Should you credit? Should you? It, it, it It's up to you and it's based off of the outcome that, that you want to go with it. So again, big conversation, uh, probably for round two of, the, of this, of this uh, you know, kind of recording. But here's a way of thinking about attribution and the ethics when it comes to AI. AI is a culmination of outputs based off of the inputs it was trained on. Google gives you a list of outputs based off of what it knows. So you immediately know where that information came from because you likely clicked on it, right? So you immediately are attributing to it. You could act as a research assistant for your own self, like that kind of a mindset, being somebody who researches, type all this stuff in, find all the links on Google, write an article or do whatever with it, and then cite your sources. AI just gets you there faster. It's just a way of kind of painting a quick parallel and thinking about it. So. I'm not suggesting ask ChatGPT to write your whole marketing plan and take full credit for that, that that was your genius and you came up with it, but be willing to adapt from it. Be willing to use it as a starting point to help you get to the next stage. And when it comes to creatives and imagery, it all depends on the license. Uh, Different tools like Flare, MidJourney, Adobe Firefly, all these different ones that are coming out they all have different licenses based off of how you use them. And the ethics component is baked in there. My favorite, to answer your question right now, is using a service called MidJourney. It's yeah, a little bit more technical. Yeah. It's a little more technical, but it's wildly powerful. And I absolutely love it. I, I used it as inspiration for the new version of my podcast. I use it to create some image comps for my newsletter. I use it to create graphics for sales pages. And to your, your point about having a mock-up and getting creative, you don't even need to have your own mock-up. You can upload something that is inspiring, that you love, that you saw from somebody else's. And you can start to type in things and say, give me a refresh on this. Like, I want to oh, remix wow. this and I want to you know, get creative. So if you, in your research, you probably found two, three, five, ten 10 other journals that you're like, oh, there's, there's something about this that I really like. Midjourney, their their AI is powerful enough that you can actually blend them together. You can say, "I want the best of this and the best of this," and put them together, and give me a give me a journal, baby, <laughs> and it'll give it to you. And then you can take it further, and you can say, 
I don't want the cover black. I want it again, earthy vibes. I want it minimal. I want it uh, green. I, you know, whatever it is. And in no cases, again, are you saying you're going to take that and publish it and it's yours. But if you were going to hire a designer to actually come up with these comps, I'm not a traditional designer, but I'd like to think that if I was, I would be doing my own research. I'd be looking for things. I would get inspiration, arts inspired by other art, right? So what you're doing is you're using an AI in both of those cases to just get you there faster. And it's it's more empowering. It, It gets you out of your head. And if anything else, you can then send these to your designer and say, I love these. I've messed with them. I've worked with them. The only thing I don't like is this. And I don't know how to do that with AI. And I'm okay with that. Make me my final copy. And now you've, you, you've gotten there that much faster. Right. Think about how empowering that is for you and your designer, because now they know exactly what you're going for and you know exactly what you're getting versus how many times did we hire a designer in the past for logos, colors, things like that. And they give you a bunch of options. You're like, eh, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, settle. Right. And it's not the designer's fault. What we're doing here is we're, 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 two-sided equation where that it's helping both sides where we're allowing it to empower us. So without going too far down the ethics, you know, side of it, I truly feel that it's where you can attribute that as a starting point and it helps to inspire what's next for you and you're iterating on it. Everybody wins. Yeah. I think you can find a really, really happy medium. I think that works out. Like I think you want to use maybe AI generated content for some of your posts and, you know, for your product. And then you've got to mix in humanness to it. You've got to have some things that are like, you know, real hands and real people and real things. Um, And also like your own personal vision that comes from your own mind. So that otherwise, like, I think it does feel whatever branding it is, it can end up feeling a little bit cold, probably. It absolutely can. And that's what keeps us engaged in our business or in the outreach or things that we do. So I use AI as a big piece of all the marketing, everything I put out, but you better believe like it still goes past my eyes and my keyboard before it hits the, you know, whatever it is live, because I don't want to be that far disconnected from it. That's not a life that I want to live. No, I think we have to ask ourselves those questions. So the way to really get on top of this is to say, if you were going to do this work anyways, would you rather spend all that time doing all that work from scratch every single time, or even just duplicating the last one and then making edits to it? Or do you want to have a smart utility help you get there that much faster? The choice is yours. Because what would you do with all that extra time? Would you move on to the next idea? Would you spend more time with your family? Would you, if you're a pet mama? I'm thinking about product number two. (laughs) Exactly. So if it helps you with that, that innovation cycle, or if it gives you more space, why not? Just why not try it and just see, but don't get discouraged if you don't get the output you want right away. You just have to remember, you have to ask stronger questions. It's no different than searching for something on Google and being like, eh, just not feeling it. Do you just give up and only search Google once? No, you refine it. So this is just a new way to continue to refine it. But when you're refining it with structure, and, and that's what that, uh, that training that I give is, is an idea of getting into doing it as a business owner for structure. I also show how to uh, work with MidJourney in that video towards the end of it too, so you can get an idea of what's possible. That's where it gets really powerful. And that's where it can be really gratifying because you'll reclaim so much time, possibly even money, before you even worry about going making more. I'm a big fan of keeping what we already have. Yeah, I like that. Um, and for anybody out there who's like just curious like I am, obviously you can watch the video that uh, Jim talks about, but I think also like the biggest way that I've kind of 
figured like, I don't know, I go, I just go on TikTok and I type in AI and I type in AI for your business. I type in chat GPT, uh, how to chat GPT. Like I type in all these things and there's like an abundance of videos that can kind of just get you started on learning what the heck this is in a very like down, you know, easy to, to digest way, like, you know, short clips, um, just to get you kind of understanding what it can do and see it in action. Um, it's also going to confuse the hell out of you because there's so much on there. Um, but I guess you just got to keep sifting through all of that. And it also just might inspire you. Right. Yeah. And, and I, that, that's what I, I, I really want. Uh, like one really, really key takeaway from our conversation is don't get overwhelmed, get fired up, yeah. like use that kind of possible overwhelm to actually get you to think like, wow, I have a dog grooming business. How can I use AI for it? Well, I didn't know that I could just talk to chat GPT and tell it all about these pets and ask it to remember it. And then remind me when I go to visit this pet again, that the last time I was here, I did this with it. Like, that's cool. I'm, I'm going to throw out a bunch of random ideas. Yeah. I didn't know that because I have an Amazon store, I could copy and paste every review and throw it into chat GPT and say, find the common things that people like and the common things they dislike. That's an idea too, right? So just the more that we get creative, the more that we think like, I didn't think that was possible. You better believe that with AI, a lot more things are possible than you thought. And that's what's really fun about it. So that same idea. Let's say you wanted to start a journal and you had never done any homework on it whatsoever. You have no idea where to start, but you're visual and you, you, need to, you need to visualize what it's like before you even can come up with the full vision for the product. Well, find somebody else's, upload it to something like MidJourney as inspiration, and then have it just remix it, give you creative ideas. And it, it's, it's going to be completely different, but it can be inspired by something that's there. It's no different than what artists over countless years and decades and centuries have right. done, which is be inspired by somebody else and then go make it unique yourself. Right. You just have to be willing to use technology to do it slightly different if you want to. It's still totally up to you. But if you're like me and you can't stand staring at a white canvas or a blank Google Doc, like that drives me wild. I'm a I'm a I'm an engineer at heart. Like I I'm a Pro, my, my brain is in binary. So when I just see nothing, I'm like, yo, <laughs> this is the reason that I don't get into politics because <sighs> my brain works binary. It's true, false, or it's undefined. There is no gray area. Yeah. But I just don't, I don't operate that way. So this is a blessing for the way that my brain works because I never have to start from scratch again where I'm willing to try and be creative. Right. But even if you do love that gray area, how cool would it be to just have AI give you a color palette as like, yeah, that's, that's just where I want to start. And then you go from right. there. So it doesn't matter how you're built. I think what matters is what you're willing to build with it. Man, there are, you're right. You could totally talk about this for like four days. It just keeps going. Yeah. And yeah, you have to tell me to stop. <laughs> I, I could just, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Cause I'm like, okay, if I have this journal and then I'm like, I want to, if I created a candle and then like a clothing line and then like they chat GPT could help me like even make logos for a clothing line. Probably it can probably do all of that. All of these different AI tools have very specific utility. And what you wow. have to just be willing to do is just say, this is the next thing for me. What tool can I use to help me just get a little bit further there? And here's the other thing about this being a gold rush. So many of them right now are freemium model. They have free trials. They let you experiment with it before you have to give a credit card or do any of that. But very few of them are expensive. Very, yeah. very few of them. 
ChatGPT, the most popular AI software tool in the world right now. One of the AI is the number one trending topic in the world. That's the number one software tool. It's only 20 bucks a month to basically have nearly unlimited usage with it. Midjourney, which is the let's say most robust of all of the generative image type of tools that's out there. It's 10 bucks a month. Wow. So just think of, you know, all the ideas that we threw out there. If you were just to use any of that for one single month and you paid for both of those tools, could you hire an entire team to do all that stuff for less than $30? No, there's <gasps> no years. way. I welcome that challenge any day of the week. Yeah. So even if you started even if you bought five, 10, 15 different AI tools and used a monthly and you racked up $250 in bills, well, guess what? You're still getting points on it. But right. these tools don't ask for paid time off. They don't ask for upward advancement on your team. They're not Ooh. coming for you at the throat because they want, you know, your followers. <laughs> like, yeah. let's just be real. Yeah. I'm a big advocate. We'll I'm a big, ad big advocate for hiring. And like, I love having a team and everything, but I also don't love giving my team redundant work. Give it to the AIs. Let them experiment with you. Like, let that be a challenge of a way to just break that status quo thinking about really what's possible. Because now think of how productive that human will be that does know your brand. Now think of how productive that human will be that does know your style versus them keep coming back to you and asking you questions right. and pulling you down. There's so many ways that it can just add value to your life, not even your business. Yeah, we love a value add. Um, yeah, I feel like. Do you think it can help with like finding manufacturers? Because I'm figuring that out. I don't know if it knows how to do that. In some ways, yes. Um, I want to say that with a big caveat. So yeah. ChatGPT specifically, their knowledge as of right now, as of the current version, um, it ends in September 2021. That's when they shut off the what they were crawling and looking for so they could focus on training it. But uh, there are ways to work with it. Uh, by using plugins and things like that, which is a little bit more advanced, yeah. that could scavenge the web and look for things and pull it all together. Um, so the, the short answer is yes. It just takes a little bit more willingness to try and experiment. Google is coming out with their generative search experience that's available in beta that's starting to roll out. Um, and it, 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 the, the, term in, the term in technology and AI right now is when AI gets it wrong, it's called it hallucinates. So there's, there's a lot of like, you have to take it for face value and don't totally trust it because everybody's right. figuring it out. Um, and then Bing um, has, has their app. They were one of the first to actually drop that. You oh. can actually chat. Welcome back the Bing to the app. conversation. Welcome back. Yo, Microsoft is leading the charge when it comes oh. to AI. Like okay. they are crushing it Bing is with back. everything they're putting it out there. And, you know, they also took the largest stock stake into open AI. So they're very invested into this. Is there and any, are there any of these companies you can buy shares in? Well, any, now I'm any interested of the, in that. Yes. So there's, you know, Microsoft is leading the charge. NVIDIA is leading the charge. Uh, Google it is all in on this. There's so many big public companies mm -hmm. that you absolutely can jump in on it. In fact, I just wrote about this on my newsletter a couple of weeks ago that the first AI-driven EFT was launched and it's called CHAT, C-H-A-T. And it's, a, it's an EFT that's a combination of all of the big AI players. And that's part of my dollar cost averaging you know, portfolio that I, I believe in this and I put my own money into it. I invest in it. In EFT CHAT? Yeah, the, the, the EFT is just called... So like if you were to invest in the... I'm, I'm not a financial expert. This is not financial advice. To be but clear. 
if you were going to invest in an EFT, like a growth fund, or let's just say like in a similar way, like the S&P 500 or some kind of an index fund, this particular fund only has AI-driven companies behind it. So NVIDIA, Microsoft, Google, a lot of these big tech players. So if you just wanted to invest in it and let somebody else manage it, an EFT might be the way to go. It is for me. It's one of the many that I invest in personally. So there are lots of ways that you can put your own your own money into the technology, even if you don't want to use it, but you believe in it. And right. uh, th- those options are only going to continue to grow. Okay. I mean, I could talk forever and ever longer, but I won't take up too much of your time, more of your time. But I feel like we did get a good um, understanding uh, and starting point for a lot of people. So to recap, uh, MidJourney is the one you can use for... Uh, for image creation, image, yeah, image mm-hmm. creation and chat GPT on chat.openai.com is uh, what you can do for anything text creation. Um, and right. people really, I think the big, biggest takeaway is get curious. That's it. Just get curious and continue to be curious and know that the second you figure something out, it will change the next day or if not that day. It's a beautiful way to put it all together. I love it. Yeah. So thank you so much for being on. It was so eye-opening and I learned so much. <laughs> You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. I just, I want to, I want to pass that thank you right back on to you for, for being willing to have this conversation with those that listen to the show and watch it is just that if we don't have these conversations, we don't know what's possible. Right. And I love being challenged and being wrong on some of these topics. Cause I think that's what makes for this to be something that we figure out how we want to uh, evolve and adapt into our life. It's all evolving so fast that what I recommend may not work for you, but if it inspires you to think bigger or think differently or go down a different path, do it, you know, and then tag me and tell me because I love these conversations. So, you know, just thank you for, for being willing to have these conversations with those that are part of this journey with you, because if we're not thinking big and we're not using tech to help us get there. Again, we are going to be outpaced. And I just don't want that for anybody where we're at this crux of technology, where if this is the biggest development that's been dropped in our laps since the personal computer, why aren't we, why aren't we thinking about what that can do for our lives? Wow. Yeah. Boom. Uh, Oh, wait, I forgot to ask you one more question. I forgot to ask everyone the same question, which is what's the best piece of advice you would give your younger self? (laughs) The best piece of advice that I would give my younger self would be what I spent my entire youth doing, which is being in the Boy Scouts of America. And it was the simple motto, which is do your best. And that's why for anybody watching, I wear an eagle on my arm because I made the Eagle Scout rank at the very, very young age, <laughs> 17. My um, husband is, I, an, is an Eagle Scout. Wait, what's the, I didn't that know the that highest one? It what's, is. Yeah, that's the one he is. He, he made it too. as well. Good it's for really him. Big, All right. It's a really fucking big deal. Give him a left-handed handshake for me. Okay. And see what he says, because okay. that's just a little insider for, for a scout. But okay. I'll just, I'll just put that, I'll just kind of spin it with, with the real answer that I have, which is, I just want to find a way to leave the world in a better place than I found it. And it's a principle that we had in scouting, which is you never leave a campsite in worse shape than you found it. You always leave it in a better state. It could be raining. It could be windy. It doesn't matter. We sweep the site. And it is just a, it's a good principle of life. It's like making your bed first thing in the morning. So that's, that's my advice that I learned early on and it stuck with me. And I just, I share that with my kids and anybody who asks. So thank you for asking. I love that answer. I love that. Well, thank you so much for, for being on today. I really appreciate you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me too.
My mind is officially blown, you guys. Jim Carter. Wow. Uh, Listen, there's just so much information out there. There is so much information. It is... The thing is, I think the biggest takeaway for me is to try to remain in a space of not allowing yourself to be overwhelmed because... You know, like it's like I called him a an um an AI expert. Like he's not because no one is because this is a technology that is evolving every single day, minute by minute. And so no one is actually going to con- be considered, you know, really an expert. Um, and so really you just have to take it day by day, learn as you go, and know that like I loved what he said too about this isn't the future, it's the present. It's right here and it's right now. So it's like this train, it's here. We don't want to get left behind. So as overwhelming as all of this can be, what I feel very confident in saying is it's not going anywhere. It is not going anywhere. So, you know, we just have to kind of do our best to to figure it out and to be committed to learning. Uh, and that's it. So you can follow Jim uh, on Instagram. He is at cause hacker, C-A-U-S-E-H-A-C-K-E-R, cause hacker. Um, and he's constantly posting AI tips and tricks and tools, um, constantly posting all of these things to, to really help you learn this whole world. So uh, definitely give him a follow. And that's a wrap for today. I will see you guys soon. Thanks so much for listening. I love you, mean it. BB out. <laughs>